Darren was late. Hi. Uh, I've got a filthy carpet. And a filthy mind. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen. A conversation between two quite brilliant minds. Table. Uh, it's very worn and a dirty off-white and the pattern which is sort of uh, probably were originally black uh, but now are sort of faded and uh, quite grotty. So um, at the top of my camera, or his camera rather, uh, I presume he's going to wash these things after he's uh, finished with them. Uh, there's a box with tape on it uh, and a woman's back. Um, oh, kines kinesiology tape. So I've no idea what that is. And then we've got a, something called play. It's obviously a children's item. It's sort of a tall red bottle. It's probably some sort of bath shampoo or something that children use called play. Uh, a massage oil. Is that massage oil? Maybe it's not for children. And then we've got... Um, oh, I'm so bored of your terrible effort. You might be bored that the audience are gripped and they want me to carry on. No, no, nobody's life is that short. And by the way, the very expensive rug that you were describing is not dirty in any way whatsoever. It is cleaned very regularly. Uh, but more to the point, what you were looking at, which you described so badly, you couldn't describe it more badly, was my installation representing the fact that I've become a boring London running wanker. So this, there's tape because I fucked my calf. There's lube. Uh, because I have to wear a silly waistcoat thing with uh, liquid water in it now because because of COVID, there's a limited supply of water on the marathon route, so you have to get used to running with water. So I've got this comedy waistcoat that you put your water in, but it rubs my neck. There's a bottle of alcohol-free gin. Welcome to my life. Uh, there's little energy gels. That's it. You spoilt that gag. Uh, I'm over this already. Can I go now? No, because obviously uh, that description was far more boring than my description, which was very highly entertaining and droll. And the point being, I was doing a, a boring, empty description of an art installation that was representing a boring, empty life. Right. So actually what I was doing before I was rudely interrupted was enhancing the art. And also, uh, I'm sure the audience are well aware that listeners are well aware that you have a beautifully clean rug. Uh, but it's funny how I apparently live in a mansion with a maiden have a yacht, and yet I criticise your map by implying for one moment it might be a little bit dirty, and I get my head bitten off. I'm not sure what your point is. One of us speaks the truth, the other one makes up lies and pretends that the other's rug is dirty. Yeah, for comedy effect. The audience know that you're Mr Hygiene. Yeah, it's not funny. I think it's insulting. It was very funny. It's a very boring rug that I manipulated into a fascinating audio description uh, i wouldn't use the word fascinating anyway how are you my puking lump bed measle well i'm i'm good are you yeah 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 oh is that the doorbell uh possibly 
you're not going to get it in case it's an exciting delivery. No. You're just going to ignore it. Yeah. What's the you news? can't what? ignore it because the listeners are all on, on edge now as to who's at your door. <laughs> it's not the doorbell. How are you doing? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Sure? Yeah. Oh, it's not that. Is this another art installation thing that you're ringing a uh, some sort of a bell? Well, it's been a while. It's been two weeks. How's your two weeks been? Well, it, you know, two weeks just seems to have absolutely flown by. <laughs> so quickly that I haven't managed to prepare anything for this. What do you prepare? Well, there's a. I can't reveal trade secrets, can I? Can you not? No. So I'm saying something, and every time I say a certain word, a bell rings. So that's all good. Is it? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a very loud bell, actually. Can, do you want to tell the listeners and myself what the point of the bell is? No, surely that's the game. Come on, you've worked with me long enough. Is it words beginning with S? No. Right, okay, that's a good one. So why am I looking at the ceiling? You're not. You're looking at me. Oh, that's better. I don't have a table. Because, uh, look... I'm doing, would you, so you think it's a joke, but look what I'm doing. Oh. Sorry for audio description. Uh, he's got a real drill and he's got real bits of wood and he's got real screws. Are you making a table? Yeah, I had people for dinner on Friday night. I uh, realised you hadn't got a table. Well, no, I did have a table, but it was a little worse for wears. Nobody noticed. But when everyone went, I was so depressed by the state of the table that I broke it and threw it away. Um, and recycled it and so then <laughs> so when you say you're so depressed you got really angry with it yeah. threw it across the room broke <laughs> it and recycled it in the local skip I've upcycled it it's now um organic uh vegan cheese is it so you've now spent more money on some large superstore uh do-it-yourself table kit or you're making your own i'm making my table. own out of uh, leaves and woodbine. I'd just like to say for the audio description, it looks nothing like a table. That's because it's not finished yet. And leaves and woodbine take a long time to fathom. Is there a reference there, leaves and woodbine? No. Okay, good. Making a table out of natural things. Good. 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 Yeah. So let me see it again and I'll describe it. There's not really anything to describe apart from a mess of things that aren't made yet. Let's just say it's taking up the whole room and it's a big room. And it's a big mess. Yeah, Darren, when I said let's just say it's taking up the whole room and it's a big room, you don't need to then qualify the joke by saying and it's a big mess. Oh my God, are you giving me comedy lectures? Yeah. That what my life has become. Well, I was waiting to see if I did that, the bell would ring. Yeah, because you're so dull and boring that I'm having to now tell you how to be funny. To be fair and honest, I think you're probably owed a couple of these. Because uh, I think I got distracted. But yeah, so anyway, do continue. Uh, you've got a boring haircut. I mean, all your hair's, all your hair's just been shaved off. That's boring. You've got another boring black top on. Right. I thought I might get a ding for that. No. Uh, and you've got clothes hanging off the door. Yeah, that is true, yeah. Well, normally you don't see me at this angle because normally I'm sat on the table chair thing. So you don't have a desk? No, because it's broken. It's No, it isn't broken. You smashed it. I did smash it, you're right. God, at least it wasn't the computer. No, exactly. And the computer wasn't on it when you smashed the table in anger. 
wasn't on it when I smashed it in anger, no. Should we talk about your anger issues? You wanna? So what was it about the table that made you smash it? The fact that the legs kept breaking and I I budged them, glued them and repaired them like 88 times over the past couple of years. So there, there comes a point where you have to give up. It takes you 88 times. It takes, it's a little bit like this toxic relationship. There comes a point where you have to admit defeat. So on episode 88. Yes. Uh, which we'll call the defeat episode. Be warned. <laughs> and we should have actually done it about episode three. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, I'm, right. I'm, I'm saying pilot episode, to be fair. Pilot, okay. So after you'd glued the table legs for the third time, you didn't think, I'll get another table. You thought, I'll just keep going for another uh, 85 times. Yeah, I did a bit of bracketing. I did a bit of screwing. I did a bit of gluing. Uh, I did all sorts of bodging. Um, very technical words. Could you explain them for the audience? Basically, I did a lot of manning. Bracketing. bracketing. Oh, manning. Did a lot of manning. I did a lot of pretending that I was a man that knew how to do DIY. Not necessarily a man, obviously, but that is the, the stereotype that I'm going for right now. But, you know, somebody that knows how to do DIY. I did a lot of pretending that I know how to do DIY over a couple of years. But there comes a point where you have to kind of go, come on. This is, I've spent so much glue on this thing now that actually what I'm investing in Gorilla Glue, there are other glues available, by the way. However, Gorilla Glue is particularly spectacular. Um, I don't mind promoting them. Uh, You're like, I'm investing so much in Gorilla Glue. I should either buy shares in Gorilla Glue or I should get a new table. So you could have just bought a new ready-made table. I could have made a table out of Gorilla Glue, to be honest, by the end of it. So you could have just bought a ready-made table. I don't want to buy a ready-made table. I wanted to make one. Well, you haven't got a table, so what's the point? You're now stuck without a table. Only until I make this one. Mm, I hope it's going to be ready in a couple of weeks. Why? What's happening? Because I'll be coming round for a meal. Are you? Yes, I had an invite. I'll be on my way. I know, but just because you've had an invite doesn't mean you actually stick to the plans that you make. You're a little bit flaky, it has to be said. Talking of flaky, should we do WhatsApp Corner? Let's not do WhatsApp Corner. Let's never have... Because a... WhatsApp Corner was really good this week. However, it does get a little tiresome because it's so similar to all the other WhatsApp Corners we do where you continually mess me around that I, I'll Who spare the audience that one. Messing around this week, me or you? And I'll just say that Darren said he was available anytime, was really flexible, could fit in with me, and I spent the whole week fitting in with him. Let's just leave it with that. Who messed around this week, me or you? Uh, I briefly said today, uh, could you just put things on hold for a second? Uh, and then you immediately book something in and wrecked my day. Right. So you're saying that I messed around. But, but we're not going to go down that. Mm-hmm. I thought we might get some dings for that, but obviously not. So I'm not doing very well if I'm not getting any dings, am I? I don't know. It depends what doing well means, doesn't it? Well, they won't be good, will they, be getting a ding? Because it will be a, at my expense. Will it? But it's already at my expense because I haven't worked out what they are. Right. No, it's not going to get a ding. Um, is it when I ask a question? Is it when you ask a question? Yeah. Is it when you ask a question? Is it when I ask a question? <laughs> so it's when I ask a question. Is it when you ask a question? How's your week been, Darren? My two weeks, in fact, have been lovely. Thank you for asking. How quickly did your two weeks go by? They went, they went by very quickly because I've been running lots, which I have to say, 
I've never been so bored with in the whole of my life. Why do you sign up for things that you don't want to do? You know how long it takes to run 20 miles? Yeah, it takes a long time. So why did you sign up for it? Do you know what I found quite interesting? Do the listeners know that you're dyslexic? Yeah, I think we've mentioned it many times. Have you? Oh, I thought we'd mentioned it maybe once, but I couldn't remember. Um, have, are the listeners aware that you're learning Norwegian? Finnish, even. Yeah, but I think you've mentioned that. I think you mentioned that in every episode. Right. So I thought a friend of mine who doesn't listen to this, oh no, she might do actually. A friend of mine is an expert in dyslexia. And I thought I'll ask her about the difficulties people have who have dyslexia. Um, look, you see, you're just looking around you as if you're bored and you're looking for something else to do. Yeah, I think I'd lost interest. Do keep talking though. And I asked her and she said, basically, people with dyslexia have different sort of forms of it and they have different ways of learning. And so what you have to do is if you find your way of learning, um, you can un- unblock the learning problems. Uh, and I told you this. And Stephen, yes. can I check? Does this story get interesting at any point? Yeah. And she said, so that's what she said. I told you that. And basically the reply was not so many words was, I can't be bothered doing that because I just love, love battling on uh, in my own sweet way. Cause that's how I like things. I like to make things as difficult as possible for myself. So the fact that you're running and you're bored, it's just so not surprising, is it? Oh, and also you've managed to hurt yourself. So you've hurt yourself. You've had to give up drink. Uh, you've got to wear a funny jacket and you've got to wear Durex lube and there's no access to drinks and you'll probably die of dehydration. Uh, could you just make it a bit more difficult? I think there is access to drinks. I just think they're trying to discourage you from... from Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, However, my friends do live on the route. I'm hoping as I run past their house, because their house is literally on the route, that they will give me a glass of Prosecco because the marathon day is the day that I would allow myself to have some sparkly apple juice. You don't think they're going to stay in to watch you run past their house? No, they, they always have an open day. They're, um, uh, the runners go through the house? Yeah. Blimey. Get the art out. They, they get, leave reviews. They, they sign the guest book. Then they carry on. And you have to, have to do that really quickly, though. Yeah, no, obviously, otherwise it'll affect their times. Yeah, well, that's very generous of them. And no one's shown any interest that you're doing marathon, have you noticed that? Yeah, no. Well, who would show any interest? It's been, how long has it dragged on for now? About three years? <laughs> it's about three years, yeah. Because you can't just sign up and do the marathon. I'm only doing it because I spent everybody's money, otherwise... Yeah, yeah exactly, you have to sign up the year that COVID comes out, so it gets cancelled 500 times. Uh, you do get a bit of money because basically I pleaded on your behalf and then you spend it all and then you injure yourself yeah and probably will get carried off to hospital halfway through it yeah yeah so um well we're all behind you and we're all very proud of you thanks good talking of sporting should we should we do the football section shall we do the football section does it involve any bells well, it depends on how you behave, doesn't it? Oh, so if, is it bad behaviour that's getting the bell? It, it, well, it depends. Is it when I don't listen to something you say? <laughs> that would just be the bell would just be constantly ringing. Football 
Ah, oh, thanks for that, Lisa. Uh, Lisa, who's been staying at my house. Is that why the table's in such a mess? Because she's basically kicked it. Yeah, well, Lisa helped me break it down, yeah. Because she was um, commentating at London Stadium this past weekend, so it made sense for her. And I knew we were doing the podcast uh, today, so it made sense for her to stay down. Is uh, she commentating on the marathon? We could ask her to, couldn't we? Yeah, she could go in your friend's house and look out the window. Do some silent goating. Hmm. Yeah, the best sort of commentary, to be honest. Yeah, um, Radio Goat Live. Uh, she'll be commentating, I'm sure. Is that linked to Goat's Head? Nice, Goat's Head. See oh, do I, I thought I might get a bell for that. No, what, no. For, for an almost good joke? Yeah, so jokes aren't doing it, are they? No. Can I see the bell? You can see the bell if you like. Oh, it's like a hotel bell. Where did that come from? Where did it come from? Well, I mean, why have you got one? Mummy Bell and Daddy Bell had sex. Oh, did they? Made Baby Bell. See, and, the... Then, and then the Baby Bell grew up into a bigger cheese. So you see, if I had a maid, which I don't, I would have one of those bells, which I don't. But you do. You phone the maid and you do texting. I've seen your Passag texts to the maid. Um, and be home in 10 minutes, put the kettle on, that sort of thing. I've seen all of that. Why is that passive-aggressive? Because you could get home and put the kettle on yourself, couldn't you? No, because the person that's out is working and the person at home isn't working. They can help care for the person getting home by tending to their needs and giving them a cup of tea. Is that true? No. Oh, so it's when I'm lying. Oh, so you're just going to bing it every time I lie? Am I going to bing it every time you lie? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't get why you. Why I don't get why you're repeating what I'm saying and then ringing it, and then other times you're doing the same and not ringing it. Sure, but that's the game, isn't it? It's not an interesting game, is it? No, I'm not sure it ever is, though. To be fair, however, it always results in you exposing yourself and just how stupid you are. So. It might not be an interesting game, but at least yet again, we just show how just how stupid you are. So I'm happy with that. That's enough for me. It's funny how uh, it's not acceptable that someone that has no idea what's going on is labelled stupid. No, it's nothing to do with the fact that you've got no idea what's going on in the podcast. You just are stupid. You run around in a circle so often that you become a local legend how stupid you are so why do you have to play games to prove how stupid i am when obviously the fact that i just am stupid i can just be stupid without you making any effort at all because otherwise we'd just be doing an, a podcast where it'd be two friends meeting uh to talk about things i'd just be wasting my time i need to like some if i'm going to pick a scab i have to pick it in an interesting way it's funny how i get compared to a scab so many times isn't it is it Hmm. You know, there are people that save their childhood children's scabs in jars and boxes and things. Is that really a thing? Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> no. 
I said, it's not even logical. I say yes and I get a bell ring. And I say no and I get a bell ring. And it's not if I answer a question. Oh, stop looking so smug. It's not, it's my simple look. I'm still keeping it simple. A second episode in, you asked me to keep it simple again because apparently you're going on holiday again. I'm not going on holiday. I'm going on a course. Are you going on a course? Yes. And it's not Deborah McVitie Vaughn's course either because I have a job. You, we all know you had a job. We're all so amazed and excited that you have a job. Actually, all my friends have genuinely been amazed and thrilled and have congratulated me, and you're the only one that hasn't. I'm not surprised that your friends have been amazed. And, yes, I'm away on a course next week, so... Is it a course in how to be a better person? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Oh, sorry. I missed one there. Is there something about me shutting it down and being in a no mood correct am i on to the right thing here are you on to the right thing here yeah so it's something to do with being positive and not shutting you down <laughs> just looking smug is not good podcast material is it not no and it's either annoying or i'm being superior and i vacillate between the two Oh, so what was that, annoying or superior smug? I think it was annoyingly superior. <laughs> Why am I bouncing around? you you bouncing around so much? Is it, have, you, have you got the computer on your knee? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a desk anymore. <laughs> Until I finish my... You interrupted my table making. It wasn't a desk anyway. It was a little eating... I thought your desk, your desk is upstairs. Yeah, I know, but I don't like to do the podcast upstairs. I like Why? to do the downstairs. Why? Because I like to do it where I always do it. What, just showing off all your books? Exactly. I, I need the books for inspiration. Oh, well, oh, that, oh, that's right. Yeah, with my psychology, you can just reach into <laughs> your biography of Pele for some sort of insight into my psychology. Exactly. It's just, I feel like I'm on a boat. Oh, that must be painful, what with everything that's happened recently. <laughs> Has the insurance claim gone through yet? I'm not playing that game. Are you not? No, it's boring. Um, oh, is that me shutting it down? I'm not playing that game. It's boring. Because I'm a little worried. I was. I've been thinking about it this week. I mean, I have don't. Have you been thinking about it on your runs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Three hours. Who? Who? Three hours of thinking about my yacht. Who willingly runs for three hours? Well, apparently I do. But who willingly runs for three hours? It's quite an amount of time, though, right? Yeah, to waste your life. I know. Um, but who knew that running a marathon takes time? I know. And training, apparently, and preparation. And commitment. And, commitment. Yeah, and apparently, if you try to cram it in and do too much, you injure yourself. Who knew? Well, like phoning and texting at the same time. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> now, that was on my birthday. People kept phoning me. Because you've got so many friends just ringing you up on your birthday. I thought I might get dinged for that, but I didn't. You didn't? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we are. It's something to do with being negative. Is it? Yes. Oh, no, I've changed. I've just changed my own rule. Oh, my God, I'm so... I'm rubbish. That should have been one ding. I would never have known there was more than one ding. It just all sounds like the There's same. There's a one ding rule and a two ding rule. Yeah, well, you've got to do them clearly. You can't just go because it sounds like one. I'm explaining to you because I realised I messed up. 
I'm owning my mistakes. That's well, can what... you demonstrate two? Because I can't hear two. It just sounds like one. Well, can you verbally tell me whether you've pushed it once or twice? Okay. Stupid game talking of stupid people. Suppose we get to the end of this and I haven't worked out what it is. That wouldn't be the first time, would it? No, I've always worked it out. Have you? Yeah. No. We're not going to get to the end and you not work it out. It's actually one of the easiest ones I've ever done. We got distracted. So I was worried. I was thinking about it on my 18-hour run. Do you? Does the insurance cover the fact that you tried to dock Muswell Hill Mary in Jaywick on the Sands? Because I looked up, I did a little Google Earth thing and there isn't anywhere to dock a boat of that size or magnitude in Jaywick on the Sands. So it's no wonder you mashed it up. Um, can't mash up something that doesn't exist. I mean, your table exists. It's just in different pieces in some upcycled tip somewhere. It doesn't oh, exist. Your yacht exists. It's just half sunken off of Jaywick Sands. Did you claim the insurance on the bashed up table? No, I didn't claim the insurance on the bashed up table. No, I think it's I think it's been turned into vegan cheese. We're all okay with that. I quite like vegan cheese, actually. It's not what you said in the last episode. Well, I've changed my mind. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, was that one or two? That was one. I've absolutely no idea what you're playing. That you thing. Not... <laughs> Have you not got any idea? Absolutely none whatsoever. Sure. Yes. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> it's something like one for yes and two for no or something. It's one and two. So every time I say yes, I get one, and every time I say no, I get two. Steven, sure. you are a winner. <laughs> oh, that's how long has that taken you? That's lovely. I wish Zoom gave timing. I'm sure I haven't. Been, I, I'm sure you haven't been just doing that when I've been saying yes and no. You've been doing all sorts of times. No, I've done it when you said yes and no, and then I've missed a good few because I've got attention deficit. No, you haven't. You haven't got attention deficit. You're just bored when you're talking to me. <laughs> that's the same thing, surely. Do you want to describe how butch I look right now? He's holding a drill. Was it? It's a yellow and black drill. It's a, a DeWalt drill. You know this. If you had any sort of memory of anything you've done, you'd know it's a DeWalt drill, hence the yellow and black. So how's the finish? Are you still doing it? Yes. You've given up? No. Do you know what? It's almost as enjoyable as the running. Well, you see, this is another thing. You absolutely hate it. You're really struggling with it. I've given you some potential help, but you're still going to battle through on your own. It's like it, it's all summed up by that picture you've got on your WhatsApp of the lone aviator, the ex existential image, man in a godless world walking on his own towards that aeroplane. He may never come back. Who knows? That, that's, that's it, isn't it? I'm going to battle on with my finish. Yeah. No one's going to help me. I'm going to make it as difficult as possible. Yeah, I'm not, it's like you're making a point, but I'm not sure what it is. But I'm not making a point. I'm stating a fact. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, so now, now he's so happy when he dings the bell, his hand actually goes up in the air over his head. <laughs> and, he, and his shoulders raise up in glee. You are very happy tonight. Am I? Mm. It's all like running.
It's all that running. It's all of the endorphins. They're all pumping everywhere, all over the place. How's the uh, internet dating going? Let's have a bit of this. People's capacity for multitasking is lowest during the early morning hours. Research has found that your ability to perceive things, make decisions and react effectively is lowest right around sunrise. So that's when you get up in the morning, isn't it? Around sunrise. Basically, what Jesse is saying is, Stephen, can you never do a podcast in the morning? Basically, she phoned me. She was like, the podcast that you guys did in the morning, pretty terrible. Can you not do that again, please? Which part? Oh, you're on the move now. Where are you going? <laughs> no, I'm just changing knees. Uh, which podcast did she dislike that we did in the morning? She didn't dislike it. She just noticed it was done in the morning. Which one was it? Last one. Did we do it in the morning? Yes. But it wasn't the early hours, was it? It was about 11 o'clock or something. I know, but you. But that's the early hours for you, though, isn't it? So Jesse rang you up yeah. and said, don't do any more in the morning. Yeah, she was and like... And to make her point further, yeah. she's made it into a top tip. Yeah, basically. She was like, Darren, I thought you were, as ever, on point. I thought you were glorious, she said. She used the word glorious. She said, but I was a little bit worried about Stephen. I said, people keep getting Stephen's name wrong and it's not fair. And it's also an old labelled joke. <laughs> I know, but it might be old and labelled, but it's still quite funny. I forgot to say that free gift uh, used flyer that you sent me from your so-called theatre performance. That turned up two weeks late because you'd put Stephen Timpson on the envelope. But <laughs> not only does the joke go on through the podcast, it actually goes on into the rest of life. Yeah, you know, I just in case anyone's unclear, <laughs> I dislike you in real life as much as I dislike you during the podcast. Six fact, six fact. Here's a six fact. Ithyphalophobia is the fear of getting hard. Ithyphalophobia. Yes. Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? That's all you've got to say about that, is it? Yeah. Right. Is there anything left to do? Yeah, promotion. All right. Genuine promote or indulgent gloat. Heads. Um, my genuine promote for today is um, Forest Green Rovers. Uh, Forest Green Rovers um, are in League Two. They're actually top of League Two so far this season. They've played eight games. They've won six, they've drawn one, they've lost one. However, they are my genuine promote because um, they're the greenest football club in the world. They are the first and only vegan football club, which I thought would turn you on based on the last episode. And they're the first to be certified as carbon neutral by the United Nations. They're amazing. Um, The entire club uh, is... Uh, powered by 100% sustainable energy. Um, obviously, they've got like a pesticide-free uh, pitch. Um, they've got a solar-powered lawnmower, which I love, uh, which is GPS-directed. So, yeah, they are my genuine promote. 
Forest Green, Rovers. Um, there's also um, Chelsea Spurs, interestingly, are, are stepping towards doing something similar. Uh, so there is a little kind of green move within football. But uh, Forest Green Rovers have definitely are on point already. They are the model. They are the leaders. Good. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, it's real drilling. I'm just saying you've got stupid knees is what I'm saying. How many metres in a kilometre? How many metres in a hundred? <laughs> Thousand. I may be stupid, but at least I'm not a wank. That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, the table episode. And I would like to say that we'll be back when the table's finished. Thank you for listening. Have you got many friends? Why? if you don't wash it, it gets all mouldy at the bottom. I thought you were being manly and trying to fight over a shower curtain.